Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, Michael Costa. I love my family, but not for five months. <laughs> this is my first night, and I'm very excited to be here. I've always wanted to host a late night show. I was hoping that it would be on a major network, but I'll take whatever channel this has gone. Now, we have a great show for you tonight, so let's get into the headlines. Obviously, there's one big story in the world right now that we have to cover, the Taylor Swift movie. And <laughs> And we'll get to that later. But first, I want to talk about something that stirs up almost as much passion, the Middle East. That's right. It's my big week as guest host, and I get Israel-Palestine. <laughs> I don't mean to complain, but as far as scheduling goes, this unspeakably tragic geopolitical crisis is not super convenient time for me right now. Because no matter what I come up with, people are just going to say, this guy doesn't know what the f*** he's talking about. <laughs> and you're right. That's pretty much the only opinion everyone can agree on. Michael Costa is an idiot. And <laughs> what do I know about the Middle East? I'm, I'm from the Middle West. <laughs> I'm from Michigan. The best way I would describe my position on the Middle East is poorly educated. And that sounds harsh, but at least I'm aware of it. Because I read a lot of your posts online, and sometimes it's better not to pretend you know what you're talking about. I have friends on Facebook who have the whole Middle East figured out, when I know for a fact they can't even get car insurance. Hey, Joey, interesting points. Don't you have three DUIs? Maybe you should focus on you. Thankfully, this is why later tonight, I will bring on an actual expert, political scientist, Ian Bremmer will be here to help us make sense of all of it. But here's what I'll say for now. There's a cycle of violence here that feels like it's never ending. 
It's been going on my whole life, and apparently even longer than that. And I'm sure I'm not the only one who wishes that this cycle would end. And everyone has an opinion for who's responsible for it. It's Israel, it's Palestine, it's Netanyahu, it's Hamas. Everyone's taking a side, but everyone is wrong. Because I spent the weekend reading two lengthy Wikipedia articles, <laughs> and I think it's pretty clear who we can blame for all of this mess. The British, okay? <laughs> Britain and your nursing home king. <laughs> They're the ones who barged into the Middle East a hundred years ago and drew the borders that caused all this mess. And they did it all around the world, by the way. Like, how much of modern civilization is just undoing all of Britain's bad decisions? You want to know how bad they f***ed up maps? They made Ireland two Irelands. <laughs> It's an island, it didn't need borders, but the, the British were like, hey, you go. <laughs> so maybe that's the best way we can find peace. Israel and Palestine, it's time to put your grievances aside and join together to invade Britain. Yeah. Now who's an idiot now, all right? Speaking of problems that won't go away, Donald Trump. As you all know, the former president is facing 6,000 indictments. And he's been complaining a lot about it, but today, a judge told him that, legally speaking, he needs to cram a sock in it. A federal judge just imposed a limited gag order on former President Donald Trump, restricting what he can say about his federal election subversion case. He's now legally barred from attacking special counsel Jack Smith or his team or assailing potential witnesses. That's right, Donald Trump has a gag order, and I guarantee he doesn't even know what that is. He probably thinks it means he can't deep throw to McRib anymore, but... But good luck, good luck getting Donald Trump to stop talking. The guy's probably still spilling national secrets just out on the golf course, like, should I go with a four iron or a five iron? That reminds me, four and five, first two numbers in the nuclear codes. And guess what numbers come next? You'll never guess, I'll just tell you. <laughs> Let's move on to some business news. Rite Aid, the only pharmacy chain that hasn't refused to print my pictures, announced that it's filing for bankruptcy. Just when I was about to buy that one DVD player that's been sitting behind the register <laughs> since 2003. Seriously, this news is shocking to me. Are you telling me it's a bad business model to have one employee for every six stores? I mean, maybe they'd have more profit if their deodorant wasn't locked up in a maximum security prison? Of course these guys were gonna go out of business. I mean, just look at their logo. They were mashing their medicines the old-fashioned way. That's how I make guacamole. It's tragic, though, because as a part of this move, they sadly had to lay off their entire custodial staff 10 years ago. <laughs> My point is, Rite Aid sucks, and I'm glad this happened to them. <laughs> I am going to keep going to them, though, because they're the closest to my apartment. Also, <laughs> in a related story, Spirit Halloween just opened 9,000 new locations. <laughs> And finally, let's talk about the biggest story in the entertainment world. This weekend, 
The new Taylor Swift concert film took in $93 million at the box office. Yeah. But it wasn't just the ticket sales that made this a wild weekend at the movies. A Taylor Nation takeover at the weekend box office as Taylor Swift crushes the competition. Audiences bringing that Swifty spirit inside, dancing and singing in their seats, just like Taylor did at the premiere. Okay, white people, we can't talk about black audiences being rowdy in movie theaters ever again. All right, that's over. <laughs> But it truly was a scene this weekend in movie theaters all around the country, so we sent our own Desi Lydic out there to capture the mood. Check it out. Ah, uh, the cinema, where researchers just recently discovered people will actually go watch stuff about women. Who knew? All right, are you actual huge Swifties, or are you just here celebrating women dominating the economy? We're huge Swifties. We saw her in MetLife. Yes. We're seeing her in Amsterdam. Yes. We're seeing her in New Orleans. This could actually make Taylor a billionaire, and I know people give billionaires a hard time, but isn't it kind of cool when it's a girl? I would say that it's better, Yeah. but not great. Okay. Because <laughs> Kylie Jenner is a billionaire, and yeah. it's not. It's still not that well, cool. Okay, follow-up question. Why don't you support women? <laughs> I personally support women's rights and wrongs. When a woman does something right, it's like, yay, like, woman. And then when she does something <laughs> wrong, it's a little more okay because she's a woman. Yeah. So I built an entire brand on this. You don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> Tell me about your friendship bracelets. I have all the eras. And what's your favorite one if you had to pick one? My favorite one would have to be would have to be our song. My favorite era is my current era, which is tired and always bloated. Do you want to switch? No. Do you still listen to the Scooter Braun versions? Occasionally. We do sometimes. Yeah. They listen to the Scooter Braun version. They still listen to it. There's a lot of debate over whether to be standing or sitting, quiet or screaming. Will you be screaming? Um, I think I want like the full Rocky Horror Picture Show experience. You know, Got like it. the calls and responses. You never get to scream in public, and now you get to. Well, you've never seen me in an orange Julius. <laughs> a safe space for women to gather and let loose that doesn't involve stationary bikes? I'm in. Sold out. Totally sold out. Who would have thought? So how did you like the movie? No spoilers. But like, did she finish the concert? Yes. Yeah. Which song did you use for a bathroom break? Be honest. We accidentally missed Antihero. <laughs> Kids, you just have to learn to hold it in until you get a kidney infection. Oh my gosh. Was everyone singing in there or totally silent? Um, I feel like I was kind of singing under, under my breath. Less singing and more muttering and enchantment. Yeah, like a prayer, like in church. Do you think Taylor should be tax exempt? Well, um, she's already altering local economies everywhere. <laughs> the fans were crazy, everybody was singing, everybody was dancing. The sound in the cinema, it's amazing, although everyone was screaming, I could hear every word. I mean, this is truly a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Yeah, but I'm coming back tomorrow. Oh, back tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, Desi. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, Jordan Kleffer's at a Trump rally. You don't want to miss it. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Trump is back out on the campaign trail, which means Jordan Klepper is out on the trail with him for another installment of Fingers the Pulse. The Daily Show is back on the air, and so I'm back in the field. Just last week, I went to the shores of beautiful Lake Winnipesaukee and hit up my first Trump rally in a while. The ex-president has been busy campaigning and juggling certain legal commitments. Well, I've also been incredibly productive during these last few months. I've started four scripts, you know, a little bit of a novel, novella, actually. Long story short, five months later, bupkis. Very little to show for it. But I think it's been good, you know, emotionally, just to kind of stretch yourself, see what else is out there. Find your voice, really. Turns out, this is my voice. We're better or worse. So I'm still warming up. But I was excited to see the sights and sounds and the long lines of politically engaged citizens. Whatever Trump does is smart. That's just sort of your boilerplate. You don't have to think through it, you've just given him that credibility. And it didn't take long to spot the new piece of must-have MAGA merch, the mugshot. Never surrender to the tyranny. What is Trump doing here on this shirt? This is his mugshot. Gotcha. So that was taken when he surrendered to authorities to have his picture taken. This says never surrender, but is that on the back? Is the well, butt? Let me see the back. Let me see the back. I think but, it's oh, just no. Trump. It's just Trump. So where's the where's the butt part? Is that that's implied? Nick, take me through your fit. Ah, uh, well, I bought the socks in town. These socks have uh, Trump hair on it. Yes, sir. How much uh, did you pay for this sweatshirt? Forty dollars. Yeah. Uh, How much you pay for the hat? Uh, twenty-five. I think I can get a hat at least once a month. <laughs> How many Trump hats do you have? Uh, probably 40 or so. How do you feel America's doing under Biden? Economically? Uh, not good. Uh, I think, you know, inflation and the gas price, everything's gone up. Milk and eggs are just through the roof, like buying regular food. Is, yeah. You know, so you got to work four jobs to pay your rent. And yeah. How much money have you spent on Trump swag? A couple thousand dollars. Wow, that's a lot. But people are having a hard time paying for the necessities. Right. 
As the Donald rolled in, I wondered what fresh ideas I had missed on the campaign trail. He's been out in Iowa talking about, when I was there, he was talking about how he changed the name from Crooked Hillary to Crooked Joe Biden. Oh, so he is fo he's focusing on the issues? Yeah. Great. Sadly, the Donald's campaign appearances aren't the only thing on his schedule. How many indictments are we up to now? Georgia. Georgia, okay, great. That's New the, York City. New York City. That's the most, uh, the bankruptcy. And New York is the bankruptcy right. one, great. It's hard to keep them straight. You know? right. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of yeah. indictments. There's, There's way too many. I think they're just trying to throw them in jail. Yeah. To witch hunt, like what he said in New York. Is that pre or post the first indictment? I think that was right when the lady charges. Wait, lady charges. Is that Stormy Daniels' lady charge or sexual assault? Sexual assault. It was I, sexual assault yeah, charges. Yeah. She was found guilty of, right? I think so. I think so. Are you 100% sure you're voting for Donald Trump in the next election? Yeah. Yeah. No matter what happens with these trials, this election still comes down to their guy versus the other guy. I mean, Trump has done more than Biden will ever do. And that's the other side of it. He should be in jail, him and his kid, for treason. I mean, they've, they've, they've taken money from other countries who we're not really in favor of. It's insane. The, the, the fact that, like, you can have a member of your family get billions of dollars from Saudi Arabia is nuts. Yeah. Right? They, they nothing but a big cover-up. So you think, you think Trump should be punished for all of that money that Ivanka and Jared got? No. Nope. Wait, who are you talking about? I'm talking about Biden with, with his kid. And oh, not not the not the Jared and Ivanka money from Saudi Arabia. No. Does that bother you? No. Right. And when it comes to which candidate makes a better commander in chief, there's a clear winner. Trump loves the veterans. Trump all the way. He's got my vote forever. Uh, Trump has called for the execution of General Milley. Does that rub you the wrong way as a veteran? Well, I don't like Milley because uh, he uh, he did the, the Afghanistan thing. Like all these generals are supposed to know what they're doing, and it was a complete disaster. Yeah. So you don't trust the generals? No, I don't. What are you most excited to see inside? I just want to see him speak, see what he has to say about Israel. Um, I know Joe Biden was uh, doing a barbecue with his people. We sent a fleet of naval ships to Israel. Yes. So are you, you're against that? I am for that. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's so good. So you give Biden credit for that? That's more the generals making, uh, making the calls there. Do we trust those generals? I don't even know who's in anymore, so I don't care. Ultimately, I wondered, would these MAGA faithful ever care about any of these criminal charges? Probably not. Exhibit A, just ask what their favorite rally was. Um, I think January 6th is probably my favorite one. You were there? Oh, yeah. That's exactly. your number one. What, what made it one. your favorite one? What stood out from January 6th? Well, aside from all the violence that was planned by uh, the FBI and such. Do you think, were they Proud Boys and Oath Keepers? No, they were Antifa, Antifa. Black Lives Matter, ISIS, and MS-13. Some of January 6th is perpetrated by ISIS? I mean, this is new. MS-13, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, ISIS. And yes. Can you say MAGA? Hey, anyone could put a MAGA hat on. I mean, come on, guys. I hope you don't see any Antifa, because there's a lot of Trump hats, and I guess that means Antifa's here. So, good luck. Or what was your first rally? Uh, January 6, 2020, that's a, that's in a, D.C. If you're going to go to one. Go to one. <laughs> Did you make it inside? Uh, I can't say that for legal reasons. So you may or may not have been involved in yeah. a treasonous activity. Yeah, well, can't get into that one. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, have fun. Hopefully, All right. uh, try not to overthrow any uh, duly elected officials. No, today. no, we'll be good today. Yeah, I trust him. Thank you, Jordan. When we come back, Ian Bremmer will be joining you on the show. Don't go away. Witness
witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Tonight is a political scientist and author of The Power of Crisis. He helps business leaders, policymakers, and people like me make sense of the world. Please welcome Ian Bremmer. Thanks for coming. Happy to be here. You help people like me make sense of the world. How can you help me make sense of what's happening right now? Why did Hamas attack right now, and how can we make sense of this? So you know that story of the frog in the boiling pot? Yes. And you turn it up a little bit hotter, and the frog doesn't move, doesn't jump out, just dies? Whoever came up with that story has never been to Gaza. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, what has happened over the past years is that Israel has gotten itself in a much stronger position. Yeah. They're creating diplomatic deals with other countries around the region that want to work with them on investment and trade and tourism and even national security. And while that's been going on, the situation for the Palestinians has only gotten worse. So if you're sitting on the ground in the occupied territories, you feel like your friends in the region don't really care about you anymore. Yeah. Netanyahu, the prime minister, has only been expanding um, his settlements, his illegal settlements on the ground in the West Bank. And meanwhile, I've got to tell you, I've been on TV a lot talking about Israel over the last year. Yeah. No one's been asking me about what's going to happen with the Palestinians. They've been asking about all those demonstrations right. that have happened on the ground, the judicial right. reform. Right. So, I mean, the fact is that you've got an impossible situation, especially in Gaza, with over two million Palestinians who are living in atrocious conditions, and everyone has forgotten about them. And that, by the way, includes here in the United States. Right. So was it going to happen you know, this last two weeks, or was it going to happen another month or three months? You weren't going to keep this stable. The lesson we've learned is it turns out you can't actually forget about the Palestinians. When you say 
when you're talking about Gaza, I, you know, man, social media right now, right? I don't, I'm scrolling, it's the, you know, I hear it's an open air prison. Is that a safe description of how it's controlled by Israel? What's it like? Uh, it's also how it's controlled by Hamas. I mean, you've got 2.3 million people. Yeah. Um, and they're in a territory that is about twice as big as Washington, D.C., 50% hungry, 90% without access to clean water. And that was before the bombing. Yeah. That was before okay. the last two weeks. Now, Israel has said we want everyone in the north to evacuate because we're going to go and attack Hamas. We're yeah. going to destroy them, we're going to remove them. Well, Hamas doesn't want that to happen. Right. They want to ensure that the civilians are still there so they can protect themselves and they can blame Israel for right. killing all these civilians. So, I mean, as an open air prison, that sounds nice for the situation right. the Palestinians are in right now. But let's right. not only blame the Israelis for what's going on. That's inconceivable. When they offer the directive of evacuation, you said 1.1 million Palestinians in northern in North. Gaza. I mean, where, where do they go? Where do they go? Yeah. Is anyone else accepting them? I mean, As of right now, yeah. no one else is accepting them. Yeah. Um, the Egyptians are the one country that actually has a border. That border is still, as of now, shut. So those, those homeless, those displaced, the over yeah. one million Palestinians that have been displaced in the last 10 days, they're not going anywhere except to the south where the infrastructure isn't there. There's right now no food yet getting in. Water has been turned on, but the power to yeah. make that occur is really spotty and a lot of it's been blown up. It's a horrible situation. Also, yeah. you know, about 2,000 Hamas fighters, terrorists, were involved in the attacks. Yeah. The Israelis and the Palestinians estimate between 30 and 40,000 Hamas fighters total, terrorists total. Now, if Israel is saying, and, and they have every reason to want to destroy Hamas right. after what happened to them, well, they're going to go into Gaza yeah. to kill 30 to 40,000 terrorists. How many civilians do you think, with Hamas ensuring they operate in the midst of those civilians, how many are going to get killed? Yeah. I mean, this is not a small number. We, yeah. I don't think we are prepared for the, the human destruction, the scale of the human destruction right. that we're about to ex experience. And that's if you can keep the violence contained to Gaza, which, frankly, I think would be seen by many in the region as a relatively successful outcome yeah. compared to where it's going. Let's try to turn, maybe, to something potentially positive. You have a lot of young Palestinians who didn't vote for, I mean, is Hamas voted? Was it a true election that they were voted into power? It was a long time ago. Right, uh, so you have so many young Palestinians who maybe didn't vote for this. You have so many young Israelis who prior to all this were massively protesting their own government, the, over, the potential overreaches of their government. Is it possible that the new younger generation is going to say enough of this? Did, did you say you were looking for good news in this story? Yes. Okay, because so I can give you some good news, but that isn't yes. yet. Okay. No, that, that, right. that That's why is, you're the guest. Well, I'm just, I'm just asking the, the host. Um, look, we, we are seeing right now for Israel, Netanyahu is, is being blamed for this because yeah. he was, Israel was supposed to have the gold standard border security. This isn't like U.S. Mexico, right? I, yeah, this is Mr. Security. This right. Guy. Yeah. And so he failed. Right. And that's on him. And yeah. the Israelis blame him. But what they have just experienced is 
a greater level of violence against Jews than has been experienced anywhere since the Holocaust. Yeah. So you have a unity cabinet and everyone agrees we must destroy Hamas. So okay. on the Israeli side, we are, they're not talking about a two-state solution. They're not talking about how we can eventually find peace. It is true that Israel and Israelis and Jews in Israel must live with Palestinians for the foreseeable future. They must find a way. This is not coming anytime soon. For the Palestinians, yeah. let's say you destroy Hamas. And, and I am absolutely certain that that is the full intention of everyone in the Israeli Defense Forces. By the way, 360,000 have just been called up as reservists, oh. to, reservists to fight. That is 4% of the entire Israeli population has been called to war. So wow. this is incredibly personal yeah. in the most direct way for every, certain person, every person in Israel. They, are, they blow up Hamas. What's going to happen to the civilians that are yeah. caught up in that? Yeah. They're going to be further radicalized. Yeah. So I, I don't see it. What can an American who is, I'm trying to be a global citizen. I'm trying, I can't plead ignorance anymore to this part of the world. It was convenient for me for a while. What can I do? What can anybody do? I mean, what, other than just hear these sad stories or like something on Instagram, is there any action? How can I educate myself further? I would say spend less time on social media. Okay. It's dehumanizing. It's disinformation. It's actively destroying our democracy and others around the world. Um, it is making, algorithmically, it's taking people and it's making them angrier mm. and more hateful than anything they would experience in real life. Right. So, So if, if you want to make a difference, the last place you can make a difference is on social media where you're only exchanging information mm -hmm. with people that are telling you, here's exactly what you need to believe, and those are the people you need to hate. No, it's spending more time with your family, with your community, yeah. in your school. It's with people that aren't just like you, algorithmically. That's what you need to do. Really simple question not to be insensitive, but for so many Americans that see this as something so far away, why should they care about what's happening? Because in principle, we, the United States, stand for something beyond just ourselves. Uh, I mean, maybe America First doesn't quite say that, but the Statue of Liberty does. Yeah. We all came from somewhere, right? I mean... The, the Jews and the Palestinians are the same people. They came from the same place. They've grown up in the same home. Um, and, and we, as Americans, who have historically represented that ethos better than anyone else on the planet, how can we not care when that is falling apart right now in the most tragic possible way in front of our eyes? How can we not care about that? Yeah. That's why it matters to us as Americans. Not because oil's going to 150, <laughs> not because people are losing their jobs. Not because, right. No, it's because we, as Americans, if we stand for anything, we stand for that. Is it, yeah. Is it a cop out if I say I'm just anti-suffering? Yeah. It's a cop out. It's a cop out. Because I see that one and I, I can kind of like that one. Everyone's paralyzed by this discussion. They're afraid to talk about this. Um, maybe you can see some of my paralyzation in my face right now. But 
why is that a cop-out? Well, I don't think it's a cop-out for a former tennis pro. Right. I mean, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I if Justin Bieber said that, I'd be happy with that. Right. I mean, that's a right. low bar. Right, right. But right. for you and I yeah. having this conversation, yeah. no, it can't just be about I'm anti-suffering yeah. because there are responsibilities. We have dropped the ball mm-hmm. on this part of the world. You remember the pivot to Asia? It's just like, oh, we don't need to worry about the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Then the Russians invade Ukraine. Okay, we'll focus on Europe a little bit. Uh, the Middle East is unfinished business and is hurting. It's hurting so badly and it's explosive and it can get a lot worse. And that's why the U.S. Secretary of State has been packing on frequent flyer miles like nobody's business, right? That's, That's why the Americans have to take the lead in diplomacy right now. Not because we're honest brokers. The Israelis are our top ally in the region. The Palestinians, we've forgotten about them. But we now have to do everything we can. We're the one country with leverage. With the one country with real military assets that are, are all over the region, with the one country that in principle can make a real difference, short, medium, and long term, to reduce the suffering that right now is exploding in this region. That's what we have to do. Thank you very much for talking with me. Appreciate it. Watch Ian Bremmer on G Zero World on National Public Television. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. Thanks. Thank you, topic that you just. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. That's our show for tonight. But before we go, please consider donating to Save the Children. They're on the ground in Israel and Gaza working to protect and support all children who are affected by the current conflict. If you can, please donate at the link below. Explore more shows from the Daily Show Podcast Universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.